Some of the material presented in this program may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're feeding your addiction. Your addiction. With Rich Embray.
the Les Paul in your face. It is time for another edition of Rich Embry's Power Hour. One hour of classic rock and classic metal of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I've got a plethora of fun for you again today. We started off with some Sammy Hager, the Red Rocker, from 1982, Standing Hampton. There's only one way to rock. Uh, Thanks to Gator from Gator's Rock Apocalypse on before me on many of the stations and all of the other great DJs through the day. There's been many on all of these great stations, so make sure you check them out. There's a full list of stations at richembry.rocks. Go and cruise through and support all the great DJs out there. But today we are back playing classic rock and classic metal of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're going to go all over the place from all three decades. We're going to kick it off with something from the 90s, right near the end of the 90s, in fact, from a band called Limp Bizkit, because, uh, I don't know, I was just in the mood. And uh, their album, actually, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, came out yesterday in history. But I'm going to play something off of Significant Other, followed by some Leonard Skinner, because their album Street Survivors came out yesterday in history as well, October 17, 1977. The fifth studio album from the band. And we got some autograph in here, but still to come, some Thin Lizzy, some Kiss Anvil, Rat, Jimi Hendrix, and more. But first... I did it all for the nookie. Yeah, the nookie. Ugh. So you can take the cookie and stick it up your... Woo, whatever. <laughs> I can't do it. Like a chunk, like a chunk, like a chunk, like a chunk. 
guess gas or grass? No one rides free. Uh, I guess gas? That's what all the prudes say.
Feeding Your Addiction with Rich Embry. My girlfriend's boyfriend isn't me. Well, I guess uh, could be worse. It could be my girlfriend's girlfriend isn't me. At least if it's uh, 
another boyfriend, you've got a chance to fight and win her back. <laughs> Autograph. Going back to sign in, please. 1984. And actually, Autograph going through a little bit of a shake right around now because none of the original members are left in the new version of Autograph. And uh, they applied for the patent for the name Autograph. Some of the new band members, but lost. Steve Lynch, one of the original members, guitarist from the band, uh, opposed that and won in the courts. So he managed to retain the patent to the name, I guess. So he didn't lose it, even though he's not in the band anymore. And there's literally no original members left in the band. So crazy. But uh, back on July 5th, that uh, decision came down against uh, new members Daniel Simon or Simon Daniels and Mark Wayland who applied for the trademark but unfortunately didn't get it because well it's already owned by somebody so what are you gonna do this happens uh, time to pick a new band name besides they don't sound the same anyway in my opinion I, they, I like the new autograph I think the new songs sound great but they don't sound like autograph to me but uh, too much has changed. Too many band members have changed for them to sound the same. So change the name. I guess you will, it's hard to do because there's so much money behind a, a, a familiar name like that from, you know, obviously their turn up the radio hit and all that. But what are you going to do? Uh, before that, we heard some Leonard Skinnerd That Smell, written by Ronnie Van Zant and guitarist Alan Collins back in the day for Street Survivors, which came out yesterday in history, 1977, but they were kind of upset at how the band was turning to drugs and how it was stinking up the band kind of thing. So they wrote that song, That Smell, about excessive drug use in the band. And uh, probably the best song on that album, I would think. And uh, starting off that triplet, Limp Biscuit Nookie, the radio edit version, obviously. There's some nasty words in there, so we cut them out. Um, from another great album from the band, Significant Other. And I won't sing anymore, I promise. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, we got another anniversary here on Power Hour. Classic rock and classic metal of the 70s, 80s, and 90s here for ya. So we're going to keep it going with some Thin Lizzy, who also had an anniversary recently, actually a couple days ago, October 16th, 1976. They released their seventh studio album, Johnny the Fox. So we're going to hear, speaking of drugs, the song Johnny the Fox meets um, Jimmy the Weed, <laughs> followed by some classic Kiss their album Hotter Than Hell came out October 22nd, 1974, so play something off of that. And some Anvil right here on Power Hour. Crank it loud. Around the bay, they got some crazy DJ. 
forbid someday you have a son like you, Jeremiah. A boy who lies through his teeth, buys demonic records, and smokes the dope.
You're feeding your addiction. Your addiction. With Rich Embray. to 
two with some Anvil Metal on Metal, the title track from their awesome album, their second studio album released April 1982. The album cover actually won a Juno Award, which is Canada's Grammy Awards for those outside of Canada. Designed by Dean Motter, it won the 1983 Juno Award for Best Album Graphics. I gotta say, I mean, it's it's a grinder on an anvil. I mean, it's okay, I guess. I mean, enough to win a Juno? <laughs> I don't know, but congratulations nonetheless. Still pretty cool, but... Uh, must have been a, a lean year in 1982 for artwork on, on album covers, gotta say. But uh, before that, some kiss. Speaking of bad album covers from Hotter Than Hell. Watching you, man, that album cover is horrible. That album came out on October 22nd, 1974, but thank goodness the music inside is awesome. Didn't sell very well when it was released until after their live album, their fourth studio album, was released. Then they started to sell the first three albums. The uh, label owner had to actually put the first couple albums on credit cards and things like that and put themselves highly in debt to put those albums out. But thankfully, it paid off in the long run. And all of uh, they're the uh, most gold-selling band in history, I believe, even more than the Beatles. Um, we're going to keep the classics going, as always, here on Power Hour, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Classic rock and classic metal. But once in a while, I dip out of those three decades. I go maybe late 60s, maybe early 2000s. But we're going to go late 60s this time from 1968. Because October 16, 1968, the third studio album and final studio album from the Jimi Hendrix Experience was released. So we're going to play something off of Electric Ladyland to kick off this set, followed by some Rat from Dancing Undercover and Pearl Jam from their album Verses, which came out October 5th, 
You're feeding your addiction with Rich Embry.
history, October 5th, 1993. That is Pearl Jam and their album Versus, the song we just heard, Rearview Mirror. The album did very, very well, of course. Uh, going seven times platinum in the U.S. of A, six times platinum here in the Great White North, four times platinum in Australia, gold in Argentina, gold in the Netherlands, platinum in New Zealand, and gold in Norway, Spain, and the U.K. So not too shabby, especially considering the album is their second studio album. The first one, 10, did even better. Uh, before that, Rat Looking for Love from a great album, Dancing Undercover, and starting off with a Jimi Hendrix experience, going dipping into the 60s, 1968, with Crosstown Traffic, which sounds awesome in the old headphones. Released October 16th, 1968, Electric Ladyland, the third and final album from the Jimi Hendrix experience. So that just about puts us out of time. As always, the power hour goes fast. It's fast and powerful. <laughs> and we're going to leave you with two tracks. I want to thank everybody who's tuned in. What's Oh, Dreamstar in the chat says, I swear, Rich, your voice should be on voiceover like a 90s movie or something. Yeah. Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I'd have to do a little bit better, but I get it. <laughs> it's the deep voice. Uh, turn up the bass. Boom. <laughs> Anyway, done playing. <laughs> Don't forget, the uh, I'm doing my 31 days of horror, posting a new horror movie each night on my social media, so check that out. We're up to day 18, so I have to check it out a little bit later to see what I posted, but you can see all of the other ones that I've done so far if you're looking for a horror movie to watch and get in the Halloween spirit. Anyway, going to leave you with the two tracks, some Blotto featuring Buck Dharma of uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Their song called Metalhead from Combo Akimbo from 1982. They want close with some red hot chili peppers because Flea just celebrated his birthday a couple days ago, October 16th, 1962. So we're going to close out with their cover of Higher Ground from Mother's Milk. We'll see you all next time. Stay sexy, keep those horns up high, and always, always, always crank it loud. Sensations coming over me Something I can't explain Suddenly there's an endless void Where I used to keep my brain I gotta see a doctor But I'm too wasted to phone one Wanna customize my van And I don't even own
Well, I guess the show's over. I don't think so, sir.